if you're thinking, I got rid of that song a while ago, well, Jamie Cottage is to blame for that. He wants it back. So that's a special one-off, a special gold-plated edition for Jamie. Thanks for that, Jamie. I still quite like that song, I must admit. But uh, any any other requests, um, gladly play them. Guest today is Mr Alex Bagona, who... Uh, has just come in from sunny Sudbury. How are you, Alex? Good evening. Hello. Yep. Good. Thank you. Good. 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 And um, let's go straight to the chase, shall we? How's the football been for you? You went last night. Should we I went do last that night. First? Yeah, yeah, I went last night. <clears throat> it's one of those sort of things, spur of the moment things. You go to the uh, yeah. the the pizza cup games. I do you know what? I think I like watching us play, no matter which eleven are currently playing. I think once upon a time you'd go and watch the second team play, the reserve team, if you like, play in these cup competitions. And we would labour to a point or labour to a defeat by somebody similar to Colchester really yeah. at the start of the year. But I think he's got everybody playing the way he wants to play and he's got everybody playing in the style he wants them to play. And when you've got, you know, Kane Vincent Young playing instead of Wes Burns or whether you've got Caden Jackson playing or whoever, everyone's really trying to put a shift in. So the style of football I watched last night was, was very nice. Um, Arsenal, to be fair to them, with squad numbers, I think up to not, like number 93 they had playing from last <laughs> night. They obviously will try and play football the right way. Yeah. And so it made for quite an entertaining game. Um, I think we could have won, should have won by more than more than two. Um, I like watching um, Dominic Ball in midfield. I think he's quite a tidy player. But you can see that he wouldn't necessarily get in ahead of Evans and, and, and Morsi. But he's a nice nice fellow to have in that in that sort of position. Mm. You know, Keo isn't probably on the same level as the others we've got, but he played well. Vincent Young played well. Um, Edwards, I want to like him. I really want to like him. And some people watch him and say oh, he's brilliant at taking on players and so on. Never an end product for me. Never. An, just every single time he beats a man, poor cross, bad finish, gives the ball away. But he's got that energy about him, which is quite quite. Did good he play to watch. sort of left wing back? He played more kind of right wing. Oh, okay. And then, well, ahead of, and then um, he swapped. He was on both sides to to, to a proportion last night. Yeah. Um, but you've got people like Chaplin, who you know just is he stands up amongst the rest of the team. Mm. He is a good player. Uh, and then and then yeah, Freddie up front, who got his goal, but wasn't brilliant last night. And got a bit of stick by all accounts. Yeah, he did get a bit of stick actually. I think it was the fact that he missed a couple of really good chances, uh, and. Didn't seem it seemed to be a yard off the pace of the game, um, but again, you, you know, depends on what you judge him by. If you if you want him to be the guy that holds up play and then lays it off to the, you know, harness and Chaplin, then that's kind of that's one thing. But if you want him to be the guy that's going to finish off bits and pieces at, at the front end, then he was a bit poor last night. We had a, the highlight for me was was somebody had a a shot which the goalkeeper saved. It came out to him right on the edge of the six yard box, open goal. He then headed it. I think it hit the bar actually, but he was he, he was wide of the target, and then the crowd started to get not on his back but sarcastically on mm. his back, and it was it was mocking him really a little bit. And I thought that was a bit poor, to be fair. Um, and he could hear it. There's only five thousand people. In the yeah, yeah. He can hear it. He knows what's going on. And when he did get his goal, which was a pretty much a well taken goal, yeah, I've seen the yeah. He came thing. over and applauded the crowd almost, I think, to apologise for how how yeah. he played. But it just, I, it made me feel uncomfortable. And some people said, "Oh well, it's you know, it's just banter or whatever." No, nah, not for me. I, don't, I, I didn't really like that. To be fair, no. I mean, it's not banter. Isn't any fun when you're when you're struggling for four 
Yeah. It? So and, and, and as I say, the, the the chap next to me compared him to to J. Manuel Thomas mm. in that kind of sort of style of of play. He's a bit languid. He, he lacks a little bit of urgency, I think, which often you mistake. Uh, a lack of urgency for a lack of quality and I think that the, the two don't go necessarily hand in hand and he just gives that impression of not being that guy that will chase down a runner that will that will you know do the hard yards whereas the team is full of those sorts of people mm. who put in the put in the, the miles I don't think he'll start the weekend if I'm honest I think uh, we've got better options at the moment but as I say you know he's had some good games I think by all accounts he didn't play brilliantly against Sheffield either so it's just you know, you, you're yet to find that, that that magic formula up front, mm. and we're not going to have, I don't think, a twenty seat, twenty goal striker this year. We're going to get people that pick up ten, twelve. Well, yeah, you don't need one if you can pick it up from all other round. Positions no, no, no. Pitch, and, and but, but the positives last night were certainly the way we play, the way we move the ball around. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, Hladki had a save to make, so it was really nice to get, I suppose, the minutes into those people's legs for for when they're needed next. Vincent Young will probably start at the weekend. It would be quite good for mm. him to start. I mean, he started like a whirlwind at Ipswich when he first came. Then, of course, he got injured, and he's gradually getting back to his best, isn't he? And I read uh, his little—I don't know if you saw his little little talk today. Is mm. um, it's not a talk, is it? Whatever. <laughs> um, saying how it was nice to play against a team that play a very similar style to Ipswich, whereas when you're in the Division One, they're often completely well, the opposite. That's, that's interesting because when we played teams like MK Dons, like Northampton when they, mm. they tried to play football we were out football football teams mm. and our Achilles heel always and I'm going back in donkey's years are teams that just come to block yeah. and break us down and break the game up and we haven't always had a way of getting around that no. it's the, the dark arts of the, of the game if you like and that's been our undoing is, is in League One particularly you're going to get sides that are functional rather than you know, flowing with quality, and we can't break mm. those teams down, which is why players like Morsi, who is, you know, um, an outhouse, shall we say, mm. he will be <laughs> that guy that will that, that will upset people, yeah. break up play, and, and and sort of take on people. It's just whether we've got the quality around that to create those chances. Because you, if you're up against, you know, a Port Vale who are going to bring, you know, put park the bus. You've got to try and find a way to break them down. That's always yeah. been our undoing. Yeah. You know? Teams yeah, who come indeed. to get a point and get a point versus teams that come to try and play football and then, you know, get beat. Yeah. And it's nice, as as you said right at the beginning, it's nice to have a reserve team that you could almost field as a first team as well, if you had to. Yeah, and and, th- and that's the difference, I suppose, again, with, with what we've had in years gone by, is that if you think about some of the players, El Mazzuni, Dobra, who... who people have been clamouring to get a, a knock on the door in the team who are now being loaned out to lower mm. league or you know lower league teams well, Dobra's gone full Dobra's, stop exactly that's what I mean shame, but, but it's just it's you can see that these guys who probably would have been on the periphery of our team shouldn't really have been on the periphery of our team it's just that's a kind mm. of a you know an opinion I guess and there's always this kind of the talk about Humphreys for example people rave about Humphreys yeah. He's, he looked a bit lightweight but it's it's how he how he pushes on over the next year or two. Mm. Otherwise, you end up being another Dobra, mm. who's got you know Lancaster players with good potential, who either never got a fair crack of the whip at town, mm. or when they were given the chance, you've got to really grasp it because you're not going to get many chances. Um, and you can argue the same for any number of players that have been through 
had an opportunity, never Teddy Bishop, never really yeah, yeah. taken yeah. on that kind of. How's he doing at Lincoln? Do we know? I've not I really. I should know, start no. having a look at the ex players. And <laughs> Dazelle, is he in the first team at QPR? I think he was in and out. I don't know yeah. now. Others will know more than me. I don't. I, he's, I think he was, he was out the side for a little while. He, he might yeah. come in again. Lancaster. I think he's sub quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. He's at Cambridge, isn't he? He's at Cambridge, and we've, he, yeah. he didn't play in the last game. I think. I mean, this will be a year where Flynn Downs has to just bide his time and yeah. try and get get minutes when he can. But you know, he was he was he was a good player. He was a very good player. Yeah. So that's kind of, I suppose, where we are with 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 some of you know some of the players who were, who are on the the fringes of the team. But I don't think there's anybody there that I would be, you know, breathing heavily about if they came into the side no. on the weekend. No. Uh, and in fact, Burns hasn't been um, ripping it up, has he? Particularly like he did last season. In fact, I thought, well, he probably cost us one of the goals by just fouling unnecessarily on near the corner flag. Mm-hmm. Didn't he think he had a great game and uh, maybe do him good to have, to, you know, to not to miss out on a game and mm-hmm. have KVI in there for a change. Let's well, see what happens. Yeah, well, I mean, he's again, Vincent Young's quite a, quite a, an attack-minded player, isn't he? Mm. And, and, and he can cross a ball as well. He can. It's it's just that understanding. I mean, the the understanding between Burns and Danassian is always quite nice. It's kind of like a little bromance going on there. It is, yeah. And I think Chaplin's a bit jealous, so he quite <laughs> likes Burns as well. And so it would be interesting to see how the dynamic changes if it does change. But what was again remarkable about last night and you know the last few games is the fast start. You know, goal up within sort of the first ten minutes, yeah. And then you can you can kind of you know put your foot on the game and just kind of play the way you want to play and uh, quite a few games we've started off strongly and, uh, and taken an early lead which is great obviously for the fans to watch and, and, and mm. just kind of makes life a bit easier but I always say we need another goal you know, and we had two on Saturday yeah. and, and that still wasn't enough no well, it should have been shouldn't it? Well, anyway talking of which we'll go <laughs> exactly we'll go into these uh, to tweets and emails and um, that will no doubt come up of course Cognitive dissidence. This is as they came in. Love the show. Thank you. What points hall would you be happy with for the next three league games against this top opposition? I'd be happy with five. I'd take five. We have to win one of them, and I would love to win, obviously, on Sunday. But I think if we get a win at home to Portsmouth, that would be a, a real humdinger with that atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that would be that would be really good. It's it's that challenge of beating the teams that are in the top six with us. Yeah. You know, and we've been called. I think it was a flat trap bullies, where we can beat the teams lower down, but we struggle against the teams, the yeah. quality teams, the more physical teams, the better teams, and we need to just impose ourselves against some of those now. Absolutely, uh, shaky. Evening naked footy. Can you discuss the stupidity of our national anthem on your next show? Don't know what to say to that. I was quite glad because, as I said last week, I took last year's season ticket down there. Couldn't get in. Right. Couldn't work out. They said, oh, I don't know why you can't get in. And then I went to another turnstile and they looked closely under the light and said, aha, it's last year's, that's why. Sent me round to the um, ticket office, which, of course, there was a queue. And it was about five minutes before kickoff. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm not going to get in. But then there was a minute silence. Then there was the God Save the Queen. And I just about got in at the end. Had there not been, I'd have missed the first few minutes. And uh, I was as I was rushing back, I was singing, sing it slower, 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 slower. <laughs> so it, it worked for me, Shaky, but... Uh, you you have a problem with the national anthem? No, other than the fact it was God Save the King. I think we're too, yes. we were too late to save the Queen, so it was God Save yes. the King. So yeah, 
That's true, and a lot of people still were quite quite obviously still singing "God Save the Queen" as you would, I suppose. Anyway, hopefully nothing like that will happen again so, uh, in the near future, Shaky. Thank you for that, mate. Mullet, I love Sam Morsey. Given we've only failed to win through referee errors this season, what do you think it will take to beat us? Even bad days at the office seem better this season. Yeah, I've got a agree. I've got a problem still with our passing around the back. I think we are a little bit. I mean, I, I love. Edmondson and, and Wolfenden I just think sometimes they're a little bit casual with the passing I mean Wolfenden just looks laid back all day long but, I, but it's great it's just the, the way we're playing now out, out from the back means that our centre-halves have got to be pretty comfortable on, on the, the ball, ball yeah, which I think yeah. Edmondson is but he had a bit of a time out of the team obviously Wolfenden is but it's just making sure we're not sloppy with those passes I mean in League One you might get away with a few of those but we have got away with a few of those um and we've been saved by Walton on, on more than one occasion. But as you move higher up, you will get punished by that sort of, you know, milky defending. Milky, that's... <laughs> word of the day, milky. Uh, thank you for that, Alex. Uh, Dean Mitchell, my message after the Barnsley game was, was the referee... Oh, yes. Yeah, his message after the Barnsley game was the referee is a... And then... Mm-hmm. And now Sheffield Wednesday. It's truly appalling how they're affecting our season. I don't buy into the fact that it evens itself out. Davis and Ball were the standout players. And if you don't like the Pizza Cup, Wembley is still Wembley. So so he split that into three, really. So it's appalling I, how referees are affecting our results. He doesn't buy into the fact that it evens itself out. Yeah, it doesn't always, does it? <laughs> you sometimes get I think decisions it, I think going eventually, away, but... eventually it does. And... But it's the fact that we've been at the wrong end of two pretty poor decisions mm. that both times have cost us a win. Um, but they're League One officials for a reason. It's it's yeah, yeah. diabolical some of the refereeing. And I and but then having said that though, you look, you watched at the higher end. There's been some shockers in the Premier League. So I just think the standard mm. of refereeing has gone down over the last few years. Um, and what frustrates me more than anything else is that these guys are not necessarily accountable for it. You know, old. Steve That's, Martin, who was the referee for the Barnsley game, was rested a week and then was back in the following week. And it, there's no accountability for them. It's just you get away with making a howler. You might apologise. You know, the poor old oh, Bristol, Bristol Rovers, the guy they sent off got sent off, got the card was into the next day. So even the red card was wrong. Hmm. So they got punished for that. So they're on the back end of a bad, bad call there, Bristol yeah, Rovers, but yeah. we don't like Bristol Rovers anyway. So. No, I, I mean... I, I understand it does even itself out as in decisions even themselves out, but it doesn't always even itself out as, as in goals Outcomes. and wins because we've Outcomes, lost yeah. two wins there. Now, whether that will ever even itself out over a season is different. So I agree with you there, sort of, Dean. Um, and Wembley is Wembley, yeah, true. And also, as Alex has been saying earlier, uh, now we have got two half-decent teams, you don't mind having a cup run because you're not playing most of your first team no. or you're not having to throw kids in. So in which case you think, well, what's the point? Absolutely. I do agree there, Dean. Thank you for that, mate. John, John from Donny. Hello, John. Uh, hey, GB and Alex. On a scale of 0 to 10, how would you score the season so far? I'm saying 8.5 or even a 9. The fact we are disappointed with a draw at Sheffield on Saturday, our top of the league and playing good stuff makes me very happy and optimistic. Surely we would have taken this yeah, I think we would. Yeah. I think an eight's a good score. I think if you hark back to maybe two years ago, to our conversations in here where it's really dire football, where we're yeah, really yeah. negative, there's just an air of positivity about the way we play. We are 
on the front foot against teams now, and it's just nice, nice to watch. And that's the thing that about is you. The thing, it's nice it? football, good players. We've we've got players playing for us that by right shouldn't be in League One, and we kind of know that. Yeah. Uh, and we're we are. I've got a manager who understands the tactics of the game and is playing to our strengths. Mm. You know, he's still a fairly unknown yeah. quantity in that league, and eventually, you know, teams will scout us better and find out. You know, I, I think for one reason. The league know all about West Burns now, mm. and so therefore he kind of gets that could more be attention. Why his than, season yeah, hasn't maybe started as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Thank you for that, John. Uh, Jules, Julian Hughes, hello, mate. Uh, good evening, the Ale Maestro and Mister Pagona. Ale <laughs> Maestro. Uh, questions for both Willow. That's Willow is his uh, granddaughter. Mm-hmm. She's always in prison. Willow would like to know who will finish this season as top goal scorer, and who is your player of the season so far. So you uh, get there's two questions there. Okay, I think it will be Chaplin. What as player as, of the season? As top, as top goal scorer. Oh, top scorer. Yeah, right. I think he gets. I mean, his free kick the other week was was mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, player of the season. Could, oh, could be the same guy then. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. It's it's Danassian. I really like because he's so dependable. Yep. I want to say and kill me for saying it, uh, Walton. Well, I, I think that could be yeah, the so-called dark horse because he the number of times he has saved us. Yep. And even when we've been dominating games, and it's that one chance the opposition have, yeah. you know, and he's there and he makes a good save. But also, his distribution from the back is is, is fantastic. That's what I was going to come up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's, that's he picks a pass that's out. a bonus. He, he he commands his area well. Yeah. you know the back four trust him. Yeah, and you know I've not seen him make a mistake. No. touch wood, and I still think of you know. You know, soapy hands gherkin, and I, that kind of it, it doesn't it doesn't make that. So you rely on him, and you think, yeah, he's he's going to bail us out, and he's done that a number of times mm. this year. No, absolutely, and as you say, his distribution is a sort of a, a cherry on the cake, isn't mm. it? Um, and thank you both from <laughs> Her Majesty's Prison, Portland. Uh, yeah, hope Willow's all right. I'll send her another file again and see if she can uh, find it in the cake. Tell her not to eat the file this time, though. Um, <laughs> Renegade Statman, hello, Stat. Uh, evening, gents. All men have secrets, and here's mine. Ooh, I'm not reading that out. It's smutty. I'd love to experience promotion through the playoffs and Wembley glory instead of automatic promotion. Would you take that now if offered? Love from Stat. Thanks for that, Stat. Um, I Yeah, but that's presupposing you win at Wembley, which is obviously what he's saying. Yeah. I, I mean, saw, it is I a great way that, to go. I saw that earlier yeah. on, and it was... Uh, I, went, I was at the playoff final, and yeah. it was... A fantastic occasion, yeah, and yeah. it was the the culmination of you like three or four seasons of heartbreak. Yeah. And and to be a football fan, you've got to experience the lows to enjoy the highs. Yeah, yeah. However, um, I don't think you would get the same emotional high out of getting out of League One because I think there's still a lot a large proportion of Ipswich fans that don't really think we should be here. Right. We're here because we're for you know yeah. we weren't good enough. But getting into the Championship is, I think merely a stepping stone to where the club wants to be long term mm. so I would rather be promoted by mid-April and then just don't worry about it to be fair um, then go through the, the, the because I think the, the, the disappointment of going to Wembley in the playoff final and losing and going back to League One mm. oh, but I think I think uh, Stats giving you the option of winning at Wembley so alright I <laughs> if it was if it was championship to Premier League, I'd, I'd take Wembley. Okay. If it was League One to Championship, get me promoted by mid-April every day. Ooh, okay, thanks for that stat. This is from Tucker. 
we've currently dropped points to a soft penalty against Bolton, a disallowed goal for a foul on Harness, which wasn't uh, v. Barnsley, and an offside goal at Sheffield. Do you think these decisions will a cost cost us promotion, b even themselves out over the season, or neither? And we're still going up. It's kind of one of those funny ones because if we don't if we don't go up by a couple of points. I don't think it will be because we we didn't get the rub of the green against Sheffield or Barnsley. I think mm. it will be because we failed to beat a side we should have beaten. Mm. You know, uh, I don't look at the rest of the division and see anybody that would that is better than us footballing wise. I, yeah. I just don't see. No, it. I don't. No, but I but it's it's that kind of Ipswich mentality that we have had for donkeys years, where we can take a fantastic position and screw it up. Yeah, and that's what will be our undoing. Too many more games like being two up at Sheffield Wednesday and not bringing that win home. Mm. You know that's irrespective of the referee's decision. We should have, that should have, we should have been home and hosed, mm. and so that's the Ipswich of old to a certain extent. Yeah, and that's the one thing that we really need to get rid of over the next few weeks is to be in a position where we can shut games down. And Sheffield Wednesday are a good side, they're a good physical side, good crowd. Yep. It was a big atmosphere. But we need to have the players grow into the ability to to just close out a game. Mm. Thanks for that, Tucker. Julian Watkins, good evening, GB and Alex. Do the town supporters always have to have a scapegoat on the pitch? Way too much moaning towards a certain forward at the moment. We know who that is, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes here to moan. I see what you mean, Julian. Yeah, yeah, we all moan here rather than on match days. Totally agree. Seconded. Uh, do you know what? I'm one of the first people to be critical about the players if they don't, if I feel they're not played very yeah. well. But there's, there's that and then there's getting effectively under their skin I mean Norwood got it to a certain extent Scowcroft I remember years ago yeah, used to get it all the time it doesn't serve a purpose it doesn't help but, but if you're frustrated with the ways the team's playing and you want to still back the team then somebody gets singled out yep. to vent your frustration that's the nature of the beast yep. and yep. it's irrespective of, of, of who it is whether it's a goalkeeper in Andy Marshall whether it's a forward in James Scowcroft or whoever it might be yeah, yeah. You know, I can remember it was Lee Martin at one point. Yeah, yeah. Every team's got one. Yep. Yeah. Um, we got to race through the rest. Uh, this is from Tractor Boy. Why are town fans moaning about the officials last Saturday? Do they think we're the only League One club who suffer injustices from Matt's officials? We just seem to make more noise about it. Get over it. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's, maybe we do. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that one. Um, quickly, uh, from Izzy. Did either of you go to Sheffield on Saturday? No, but we both saw it from Foreign Climbs. Um I know we was robbed. Personally, I think the linesman felt too intimidated to call an offside. That could be true as well. Yeah. But it also sounds to me like the team got tired. Do you get the same impression quickly? I think we're fitter than we've ever been. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't think we got tired. I think we got bullied a bit and mm-hmm. and then lost it a bit in our heads. We've got a real test over the next two games as both Plymouth and Portsmouth look like they'll be in contention for motion at the end of the year. Uh, last season, one of Town's big weaknesses was not being able to beat the teams who were ended up eventually in the top six. Hopefully, we've got the monkey off our back. But do we need two wins, or will a pair of draws be enough? A win and a draw, and the win has to be at home to Portsmouth. Cool. Right from Slowball. Good evening, Shagger. Good evening, Blagger. Well, thanks for that. Um, does the panel agree that winning games, pizza cup or otherwise, is simply great? For too long, we've been beaten by the likes of Crawley and shrugged it off as unimportant. Of course, the league is our bread and butter, but when the team plays well, we're scoring goals and fringe players put in good performances, getting valuable minutes on the park. Surely that is more beneficial and positive and adds value to our primary objective. I think we both agree with that. I think he's got the right mentality amongst all the squad, really. Yeah. 
Shame that the Boo Boys and girls seem to be targeting Ladepo. We had all the hoo-ha with Simpson, and in the past mm. it's been Enciala, Edwards, Nessie and Jackson. Fans are within their rights to criticise players. Just hope I'm not detecting a theme in who is being targeted. I think you might be, actually, but let's hope it's gone by now. Good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Mark McGuinness. Could that's a name. Name from the... Yeah, right. yeah, going up a few miles. Right. Um, a minute. Saturday? Sunday, actually. Sunday, Sunday I take it. Take it back. I think Plymouth, on the face of it, looks on paper to be an easier game than Sheffield Wednesday was. Yeah. So there's every chance we could get a result there. Um, I would probably take a point out of that. But it's it's nice that we're all playing each other now, so we're all going to drop points off yeah, each yeah. other. So whatever happens, it's not going to be no catastrophe. If we get no points in the next two games... It doesn't end our season, but it would be nice just to kind of put a marker down against teams like Plymouth and Portsmouth and show that we are we can be as good as yeah. we have been under that pressure. Two draws wouldn't be a disaster, but it'd be a bit, bit sad. But uh, Also, I don't think you're going to get the same intensity and passion that you've got at Sheffield, are you, from the home sport? No, no, no. So we might be able to play our beautiful football. I hope so, I hope so. Thank you for that, uh, Alex. Thank you, everyone, for your emails, for your tweets, etc., uh, until next week, enjoy Sunday if you can, and uh, come on, you blues. I tried to-